0: Welcome to the Backpacking Podcast. My name is John Kelly. I'm here with the king of Kentucky backpacking, Jeremiah Stringer. Uh, the crown is heavy, is it not, my friend? Oh, it's weighing me down. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I'm excited to talk about our, our topic today. Yes. Because we're going to duke it out, man. Yeah, this,
1: this uh, well, ordinarily, we don't have a very structured podcast. I know people are probably hearing they're tired of hearing us saying that, but uh today is a little bit different because John and I have put together a list.
0: Yeah, we've basically been arguing straight for like hours yeah, over what to put in this in this podcast, and we realized maybe we should do a podcast where we argue.
1: It almost came to blows there for a minute.
0: It did, but, and Jeremiah would have won. He's way stronger than I am. No, nah, so. I would have ran away. It ran, <laughs> I would have ran away. Or you're definitely faster than me, so It'd that, never that would work. Me. I would that, never catch you. That's, that's the key. Truth. That's the truth. That's the key to winning a fight. Run away. They can't catch you, can't hit you. Take out their knees. Right at the knees. That's much more violent than your version, but yeah. yeah. Barely a
1: flesh wound. Barely
0: a flesh wound. So, 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 what are we talking about today, Jeremiah? Well, first,
1: I think we need to thank today's video and podcast episode sponsor, Outdoor Beards. They are my go-to beard product company, and if you're watching on YouTube right now, you can see that I'm looking fresh and fly. I have, uh, well, you can't see my haircut. Why are you laughing, bro?
0: You're so fresh and fly. The heads turn, man. Uh, I could tell. The heads are turning when I walk by. I'm I'm slightly depressed, but it's cool that other people are turning (laughs) their heads. I, I got my ego in check, my hair on point.
1: Under the hat? Under the hat. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, Outdoor Beards, um, they sponsored today's episode, and I want to point out the fact that I did shave my beard all the way down to about a week, week and a half scruff, and I think it's important to note that I still use product every day.
0: Well, you have to, because if you don't start early with it when that thing grows out to be... The beautiful length that mine is currently uh you can have split ends you can have some crazy stuff going on with that hair yeah and it's always good to like treat it right as it's growing out the problem is
1: so if your beard is not growing long it's because it's breaking off it grows out of your face it doesn't grow out of the end of the hair so when you start getting split ends it starts breaking off You're never going to get that luscious length.
0: And that is actually what causes a lot of guys to not grow longer beards. That's why they look so rough, because they just let them grow out, and they never actually take care of the beard. Yes. And they eventually stop growing out because they grow to a length, break off, grow out, break off, yeah, and they never really get the potential they could hit.
1: No. So outdoor beards, uh, they have a ton of different products. I have been using
0: their uh,
1: basically smells like coffee. That has oh, been that's my mine. go-to. That's mine, dude. Yeah, I'm, like I'm right that? there
0: with you. My wife loves that one.
1: But they have a ton of different scents. So if you're not a, a coffee uh, aficionado like John, he's like literally <laughs> sipping on coffee while Well, let, let's so. just talk.
0: Well, first off, thank you to Outdoor Beards. You guys are awesome. I also want to just throw in a real quick plug for their soap because I use that soap every day when I take a shower. It is the best yes. soap on the planet.
1: It's my go-to. And I use their brush, their comb. They have one for backpacking. Backpacking size. They have like the the small, almost trial size that you can take on trail with you. But don't do it in the summer.
0: Oil. Oh, yeah, they get a little melty. They leak out and you've got junk all over your, your poop bag.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe stick with the oil in the summer. Yeah,
0: yeah, def- definitely do the oil in the summer. That's definitely a very but wise choice.
1: They have so many different options. Just check out OutdoorBeards.com, shop around on there, and see which one you like.
0: Absolutely, and you will not be disappointed. We've had so many people who have sent us an email saying thank you for introducing us to Outdoor Beards because I'm purchasing this stuff and I love it. So if you want to love your beard, check out Outdoor Beards. Yeah, awesome. Thanks again for sponsoring. Appreciate it, guys. So anyways, last night, my wife is, has bronchitis. Oh, okay, so bronchitis. Uh, she got tested for COVID. There's no COVID, which this yeah. would be her third bout with COVID if she had COVID again. Third time. Yeah, but she doesn't have it. So She's got
1: bronchitis. She's,
0: she's got wrong COVID. Um, but she, uh, <laughs> I don't even know about that, but, uh, but she, uh, she's, she's sick. So she was, I slept on the couch cause one of us has to be healthy mm-hmm. cause we have a three and a four year old. And so getting them up in the morning, getting them to the babysitters and the preschool and all that kind of stuff, it's a lot in the mornings. Yeah. And, uh, it's not like when kids are older and they can do everything themselves, get their own breakfast, remember that they're supposed to put on shoes, you know, things like that. And so, uh, Long story short, I, I slept out on the couch. Well, about three o'clock in the morning, my wife was feeling really sick, so she came out to get something out of the refrigerator,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it woke me up. Yeah, while you're sleeping on the couch, and I did not go back to sleep. Probably not a great night's sleep, anyway, on the couch. No, not 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 particularly. No, so I got I went to bed a little after midnight. So I'm I'm guessing I'm on about two and a half hours sleep right now. Mm-hmm. And this is the second podcast we've done. We got one more to do. Yeah, We've also gone out to lunch and played Shuffleboard. Yes, you heard that right, folks. Shuffleboard. Just check out our Instagram if you want to see that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Backpacking
0: yeah. podcast on Instagram. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm, if I say things and they sound like they're in another language, chances are this is the point where the slurred speech is coming in. Well, and, and the struggle hits. That's why your <laughs> wife, being the loving woman she is, made us a pot of coffee. Yes. So this will be the first cup of many. This is his third of the day. Fourth.
1: Fourth of the day. That means it's going to be a really easy argument for me to win. It's also going our... to be a long
0: drive home because i am stopped to go to the bathroom a lot. <laughs> so, Well, we have a versus
1: episode. Yes. And uh, people seem to like these in the past. And it's also fun just arguing with John. Yeah, yeah. And I so, always win, so it's great. We're going to start off. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> we're going to start off today's episode by uh, arguing... Should you be using a quilt or a sleeping bag? And I gotta tell you, one of them
0: suck. Wow. Oh, I'm starting off strong, baby. Wow. Well, I with that kind of a statement, I'm just gonna let you go because I want to hear I want to hear what you have to say. Yes, I absolutely
1: love quilts. No, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> <John>. <laughs> oh, great. This was not what we wrote down. <laughs> I was about to steal John's thunder. <laughs> no, so full honesty, let me give a little disclosure before we start. This is all for fun. So if you get butt hurt, just send John emails and messages. Don't send them to me. Yep.
0: And I will post them across all social media so everyone knows what kind of person you are.
1: <laughs> That's a good idea. Uh, you, know, you know who does that hilariously? Who's that? Kyle Haytaki. Oh, I know. He, he's, he has a YouTube channel. And uh, he gets these comments, and then he shares them
0: like on his Instagram story. Well, that's just it. like if you're if you're willing to put that out there, <laughs> yeah, it's now public knowledge. yeah, so you can share like here's the thing. You think that when you leave a comment, you're just some anonymous person that can get technically, you're not. I mean, you yeah. put it out on a public forum, so that can be shared for the whole world. I've actually it's thought funny. about writing a song. Yeah. with all the negative comments I get on my YouTube channel yeah, and just see how it comes out. Just compile them. Just compile them all and make a song out of it or something.
1: I got this one uh, comment the other day, and it was like, oh, here we go. Eight-minute video, three minutes of ads, and then worthless tips. <laughs> I Usually I just delete them, but this was on Christmas Eve, and I was like... I'm gonna to respond to him. Did you just respond "Merry Christmas"? <laughs> no. I said something like, uh, "I was like, oh, uh, technically the ad was only two minutes and twenty seconds long, or something <laughs> like that." <laughs> and uh, is it still up?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, it's still. Oh, I'm, I'm totally commenting on. Well,
1: it. they commented back, and they said something. Man, I wish I could remember exactly what they said, but it was really. Like, it was something ridiculous and very insulting. And I put, like, LOL, you're so funny. I hope you have a Merry Christmas. And they were like, oh, you're handling trolls like a pro. hope you have a Merry Christmas, too.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, if you remember, last year we did a video. You came over to my house, and we yeah. did a video on my channel that was alcohol stoves versus canister stoves. Uh huh. Some dude out in California watched this video yesterday. Yesterday? <laughs> yesterday. From a year ago. Yeah, okay. and, and he left this long comment. Like, when I say long, dude, I had to, like – Stop reading it. Go do something and come back to finish it because yeah. it was so long. And he ends it basically saying anyone who uses an alcohol stove wants to burn down the Sierras. What? I'm I'm not even kidding you. Like, go look up the video, uh-huh. and it's it's there. Like, this dude was really unhappy that anybody would ever use an alcohol stove. And he says, and anybody who's ever had the smoke ruin their hike knows what I'm talking about. And I'm thinking to myself, it's illegal to use alcohol stoves in the Sierras. What? What smoke? I don't like from, I guess forest fires. Oh, I thought he was talking
1: about the alcohol stove.
0: Oh, was like, saying, oh. saying alcohol stoves are what cause all forest fires.
1: I just don't think that's true. I don't either. I would assume it was. It was definitely an overgeneralization. We don't have a fire season in Kentucky, but they do in
0: California. It seems. Yeah. And it, longer periods without rain. Yeah. And I think
1: that it's caused by a multitude of things, right? Wouldn't it be lightning strikes, uh, like cigarette
0: butts, that people
1: throw Most those of it out? is lightning
0: strikes, isn't it? For, uh, forest fires that start from,
1: like, irresponsible campfires, yeah. alcohol stoves. It's got to be a ton of different... arsony. Wasn't mm-hmm. there a giant one from an arsonist That Yeah, set? I think so. Yeah, so there's a multitude of different
0: factors. So, since we're going to light fires and cause drama, how are we going to start this drama, Jeremiah?
1: Oh, I'm gonna go first. I just got on a little tangent because, yeah, I mean, it's a podcast. We're having a conversation, and nobody it. can stop us. <laughs> no, they can click away. They can click away, but they can't stop us. <laughs> the
0: content's still gonna be here. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, our ratings on iTunes are gonna be go, like plummet. Yeah. By the way, if you do enjoy the podcast, leave a leave a rating on on iTunes. Let people know what you think about the yeah, podcast. For sure. So, if I remember right, your argument. Uh, from that video was
1: you like the alcohol stoves and I like the canisters right so this first one we're doing today I like the sleeping bags and you like the quilts with that said like I said before this is all for fun and we have a number of these it's not just the quilts and sleeping bags I don't know how many we'll get to today but we'll see so for the record I have a quilt, and I used it on my last two trips, and it was my first time using a top quilt.
0: Yeah, you've been using a a sleeping bag the whole time.
1: Yes, even in my hammock, my little down cocoon. Mm -hmm. I like to use an under quilt and then a sleeping bag. And the reason why was I didn't have a quilt, and I didn't want to buy one. And so I finally broke down and bought one, and used it. And the first night... In in their defense, it was like 20 degrees, and the quilt was rated for like 26 degrees. So, uh, I don't know if that was comfort. I don't think it was comfort. Mm-hmm. But even so, I layered it with a sleeping bag and stayed fairly warm. But I got some drafts, and I was like, I don't know if this quilt is for me. In a tent or in a hammock? This is in a hammock. You got drafts in well, a hammock? I say drafts. I guess drafts is the wrong word. There was a part of my body... That, you know how, like, if if the cover is not tucked around you mm-hmm. in bed, then you can feel, like, the heat leaving? Yeah. Well, that's a big deal when it's 20 degrees outside. Yeah, that's not good at all. No, you get cold. So that really has to be tucked in. And with the sleeping bag, that doesn't happen to me because I'm zipped up in it. But my number one fear is I'm not going to be able to get it out of the out of that sleeping bag, and I'm really going to need to. That's like my number one con with it. I'm like, there's going to be an axe murder or a forest fire or some kind of emergency, and then I'm going to be struggling to get out of this sleeping bag, and I'm going to die. That
0: would be bad. That's a real possibility. Black bears are going to kill you.
1: I don't think it's going to happen. I could probably bust out of that since I'm so strong. Yeah, you are a beast. Maybe not. <laughs> I mean, I'm, not I'm not getting out of any Nemo equipment. So I'm going to argue that sleeping bags are... Better for me than the quilt. And I assume that you're going to argue the contrary.
0: Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with a sleeping bag. Uh-huh. And I think if you're if you are tent camping, sleeping bags make a lot more sense. But in a hammock, mm-hmm. it's top quilt all the way.
1: Well, let's start and, with and, the... let, and let me
0: explain why. Oh, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Let me explain why. See, in a sleeping bag, in a, in a tent, now, now listen, I've done winter backpacking in a tent with a quilt and been fine. Uh-huh. OK, you can be fine, but you've got to have the right size quilt. You've got to have the pad straps hooked up uh-huh. and and know what you're doing in hooking it up to the pad straps. How many pad straps? Usually there's two. OK, just two. One lower and one a little higher. Uh-huh. Um, the big thing about the, the difference between a sleeping bag and, and a quilt, especially when it comes to like winter backpacking in a tent, mm-hmm. is knowing how to use them. Yeah, but like a sleeping is, bag you don't need to know how to use anything. You just get in it, zip it up, you're good.
1: But hold on. For those people that don't know, what is the difference between a sleeping okay, bag so and Okay. So
0: basically quilt? a quilt is a sleeping bag without the back on it. Okay. That's and basically zipping. all it is. Yeah. Well, or it zips up to a certain level. It doesn't go all the way up. That's Most of true. them will zip up to about your knees, maybe a little higher. Or they have a sewn-in footbox. Or they have a sewn-in footbox. Yeah. yeah, same idea. So, it's like a sleeping bag up to about your knees? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And then it fans out and becomes a large blanket that fits over you. And a lot of, and most all of my quilts, I don't have any with sewn foot boxes. Mm. Um, All of my quilts you can open up like a blanket, Uh, and it just becomes a big blanket.
1: Yeah, so you could vent it, I guess.
0: Yeah, if you really wanted to. Yeah, but I would say if you're somebody who doesn't want to have to learn how to use a quilt, Uh um, it wouldn't make a whole lot of sense in a tent. Uh, The big thing about the big reason why quilts are so popular is because when you take the back out of the sleeping bag it cuts weight. A lot. And it cuts a lot of weight. But the the thing, too, is understanding why it's cut out. Because uh-huh. the reason why they don't have the back on the quilt is because if you're laying on that part of it, all of that down or synthetic insulation gets flattened down. And it, when insulation gets flat, it doesn't insulate anymore. Yeah. So it's almost wasted. It, it, the fabric and, the, and the, the down itself, it's just pretty much wasted as far as insulation goes. Because... It can't insulate when it's laying flat.
1: Well, you know, I said earlier, uh, I've i never used a quilt, but that's not true. Mr. Backpacking with Jason, sir, let me use one. I don't remember what trip or the same. hammock gear. Yeah, but my number one gripe with it was it snapped closed, and it kept coming unsnapped, like, a couple of times during the night. On your legs? Yes. Oh, okay, didn't zip up? No, no zipper. And I was like, man, this thing, I don't need the snaps. Like, that may be okay in the summertime, but, like, when it's cold, I want a sewn-in foot box because I want my feet to stay warm.
0: Yeah, I, I've got a zero-degree UGQ top mm-hmm. quilt, and I love it. But the only thing I'm, I regret doing is not getting the box sewn in for that one. It's because a zero-degree? It's a zero-degree. It yeah. zips. Um, and the way theirs work is it zips up and there's a snap at the top. So okay. it holds that top area together so if your legs move, it doesn't unzip it. Because okay. you know, the zipper and the, the snap pretty much work together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because the zipper can't open, it doesn't unsnap. And because it doesn't unsnap, the zipper won't go down. Can it if that unsnap
1: sense. if your legs spread
0: hard and like wide enough? Well, because it's zipped up, you can't. You get what I'm saying? Like, uh, the, okay. The it's two of like, them together kind of work in, in it's tandem. A, it's a fail-safe type deal. It kind of. It, it kind of works like that. Okay. But uh, the problem with it is, is you, you've got a drawstring to close up the bottom, uh-huh. and there's a little tiny hole. Yeah. Little tiny hole. Luckily, with uh, with this one, there's um, they've got this flap that snaps over top of that, which okay. covers that hole up. But you can still get a little bit of cold through there from time to time.
1: So you stick a sock in it.
0: Stick a sock in it. Stick a buff in it. You know, whatever. Something that any kind of little fabric yeah. you can stick in there. Like if you've got a wool hat, you can shove that in there if you want to.
1: I feel like you. it's probably not very much, but I feel like you're going to lose a little bit, just a tiny bit of insulation value from having a zipper instead of sewn in and then having that uh, flap instead of sewn in. Yeah, oh yeah, you know a mean? little bit,
0: a little bit. I, that's why I said— Probably not very much even to matter. Well, I put a video out last week about my sleep system for wintertime. Okay. Now, I've never slept cold mm-hmm. ever with that ha- with that uh, underquilt, ever. Um, and I've slept down to four degrees, I think. Is it was underquilt the or the top the quilt? The top quilt. Oh, okay. I've also got a zero-degree underquilt. Okay. Um, in combination together, it's so warm. I mean, I've, I've never gotten cold in that thing. Um, I'm a real firm believer in, in companies like UGQ who they don't do uh, survival ratings. They do comfort ratings.
1: Me too, man. Because it's I, just – it's so misleading. confusing. It's
0: very confusing.
1: Yeah, I think it's misleading to not make it a big deal that your rating is a survival rate.
0: Yeah, well, and he, and then again – the argument against back or against sleeping bags for me uh, is the fact that you rarely find a sleeping bag that is comfort rated. Yeah. You rarely. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but there aren't as many cottage companies doing comfort ratings and making sleeping bags. I think,
1: yeah, I guess that may be true, but I feel like it's a weak argument. I feel like you're going to find just as many uh, survival ratings on each. Versus comfort. Well, yeah, I feel but like, it's, almost, but it's
0: it's one of many points that I'm making here because that's true. One, huh? they weigh more. Two, they're rarely comfort rated, so you're gonna have to play the guessing game with a lot of them uh-huh. when you buy them. Three, they, a really good like the be, the top of the line sleeping bag is always more expensive than the top of the line quilt.
1: Yeah, because it's more material.
0: It's more material, so it's it's more expensive. Um, also, if you're a hammock camper, it's constricting. Like, it's hard to get in and out of a sleeping bag yes. in a hammock. So now for tent camping, again, tent camping and hammock camping are two different worlds. Yes. And 90% of backpackers are tent campers. Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. There's yep. that 10% of us that get it right, and then there's the 90% of the other people. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. But uh, but sleeping bags are definitely more geared towards tent camping than mm-hmm. hammock camping. And I would say I I tried... The, uh, what was the Aegis Max uh, sleeping bag that yep. you could kind of use as a quilt? Mm-hmm. That was misery. Let, let, uh, it did not work for me at all. Let me go. Okay. So I don't know if I should. You've already lost.
1: <laughs> well, we haven't even gotten started, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even made my first point on the sleeping bag.
0: Okay. I don't think. I can't remember. I will say. Yes. The hood is nice. That was exactly what I was going to. The hood is nice. If they the can make a hood. If they could make a hood. Like, an extra piece of fabric that, like, you could put over your head uh-huh. on, a, on a quilt, it'd be the ultimate, but they yep. don't do that.
1: They do it. It's called a sleeping bag. <laughs> 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 they do it. You're using the wrong piece of equipment. So, my sleeping bag, the hood is where it's at. Mm-hmm. You You can cinch that thing around you, and if you want, just get your nose and your mouth sticking out of it, and the rest of your body is toasty warm. And with the quilt... I have to wear a beanie or something if it's really cold out because my ears get cold while I'm sleeping. Yeah. Yeah, You lost 100
0: pounds, so you get cold all the
1: time really easy. I get cold really easy. And this last trip that I went on, the high was like 37 degrees, which doesn't sound too bad unless you live in the south like I do where a high of 37 is winter. I mean, Mm -hmm. that is wintertime. And I brought a heated jacket on that trip. A heated jacket? I have it downstairs. It was only 37 degrees, dude. The So here's my plan. Okay. I said, I'm sleeping in a hammock tonight. I'm not getting no cold butt syndrome. I had a zero degree under. I wasn't going to be cold anyway.
0: No, no. But I uh, will say this, though. Mm-hmm. When you get in a hammock, if you get in right away and expect it to be warm, it won't be. No. It does take about 15 to 20 minutes a lot of times for that to warm up to really catch up to you. But once it does, game changer.
1: Well, what I wanted to do was... Either put that jacket, turn it on, and it goes up to like 115 degrees or something. I mean, it's ridiculous. The, you know, it's got like the nodes or whatever all inside of it. Mm-hmm. I was either going to put it under my butt in my hammock, and I was like, oh, I'm going to have a toasty bum, or I was going to put it on top of me and cover up and turn it on. So
0: I get cold easy. There's some little hacks out there you can y- use. Yeah, you know, this is just this has nothing to do with the argument. Uh-huh. You could have started with it under there. Then balled it up and set it under your head. I could have just tossed and, it in there. And you could have just, you would have had like a warm, like your underside. Once that gets warm, it doesn't cool down. Yeah, I should and just tossed it in there. And you could put behind your head and have a nice warm pillow. Yeah. Because, you, you know, you don't have a hood. That's true. Just saying. Yeah. I did have a,
1: well, this last trip, I took the, the, the quilt and put it over my sleeping bag. I think that. Using, if you have two quilts that you're taking and you can just throw one over you, or if it's just like a down blanket or something, you can kind of cover your head up a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if that's a no-no or not. I don't want to advise anybody to do that. I don't want them to smother to death or have uh, condensation, but it worked for me.
0: Can, can I say something that's annoying about sleeping bags and quilts? What? And I think you'll agree with me on this. I think everybody would agree with me on this. Why do they put that stupid drawstring in the dead center right above your face so when you lay down that... <laughs> Thing falls <laughs> in your face all night. Why don't they ever put that to the side? Mine's to the side. For what? What company are you using, bro? I'm asking you. What company are you using? Mine is the. Uh, what's it called? It's the AstroLite.
1: Let me let me look it up. Because
0: I I don't. It seems like almost every company they put that stupid drawstring right in the dead center, whether it's a sleeping bag or a quilt.
1: Yeah, I don't know and why it's they do. Really that. annoying. Yeah, because then it's going to tickle y'all night Yeah, or get it's in on your, your neck or it's in
0: your face. Yeah.
1: Let me look this up. I got the quilt right here. I can tell you exactly what it is. See that order history? It's called the Western Mountaineering Astrolite Quilt, twenty-six degree down, one color long.
0: Dude, that's an expensive quilt.
1: It was expensive.
0: Was it like six hundred bucks? No, not that much. Your sleeping bags are.
1: Really? Yeah. Well, it had to be warmer for six hundred dollars. No joke. Four thirty-five. Oh. I know it's a tough pill to swallow, especially since I'm not even a quilt guy. I know. <laughs> wow. But what are you going to do, man? So, anyway, I really love the hood on the sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the cinch, I can cinch that hood all the way around me. And I have a draft collar. Now, does your top quilt have a draft collar? Oh, yeah, collar? yeah. All my all my quilts have draft collars. Okay, colors. good. Because if not, you're going to get cold. Yeah. It's just going to happen. The
0: only one I have that doesn't have a draft collar is my 20-degree, um, what was that by? Enlightened Equipment, but it's an old one. Like I've had it for like four years, yeah, and it's like it's like an enlightened equipment revelation quilt from back in the day. They weren't putting the draft collars on yet with no, that stuff. They've improved now, um, yeah. And it's more of a three season, anyways. Like I'm not I'm not using that in really really cold weather. That's what? when I get the zero out.
1: So these three season stuff, I'm I'm supposed to take a winter trip at some point and be in snow and stuff. And I I'm my concern is is all this equipment I use is considered three season, but I don't know where is the line that we draw for the four season? Like well, I how do, much snow and cold and weather are we considering
0: hey, you need this separate set of equipment See in Kentucky, I think there's like there's more than I think you have a two season and two one seasons
1: because no, but I think the gear, just, but
0: here, follow what I'm saying I'm talking about gear i'm no, talking you're, about you're gear. talking
1: about the weather of the state no,
0: no no no, 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 I'm talking about gear. Because this summer, my plan is I'm going to get a 60-degree under quilt and a 60-degree top quilt for the summer. Uh Because my 40-degree and my 20-degree enlightened equipment is just Uh way too hot in summer in Kentucky. I have to have a summer setup because it just gets too hot to go backpacking with the regular three-season stuff. Yeah, When it's like 80 degrees at night when you go to bed, I mean, even if I'm doing – let's say you're sleeping in a tent – I want an R-value of like 0. .0005 because it's so freaking <laughs> hot in the summer. <laughs> and know. people who live in Alabama, Florida, Texas, you know, who do backpacking down there, it's the same thing. It's so hot in the summer, you really don't have a three-season setup because that middle season is so stinking hot. You yeah. kind of need to have a, fourth, a third setup. So you're saying we need to change the categories? I think depending on where you live. Like if you're from the south – like, we are? I uh-huh. mean, we're barely the south. Like, yes. we're the Midwest south. Yeah. But, I mean, it gets hot in the summer, man. And it's like, those nights, I remember I went out to the gorge this summer uh, with a bunch of guys. And, man, I had my 40-degree quilt. Oh, that was my hot. My 40-degree under underquilt and my 20-degree top, which I is what I just, usually use. Did you lose the underquilt? Dude, I, had to lo- I had to loosen everything up. I needed a breeze underneath the, the yeah. hammock. But at the same time, halfway through the night, I started to get cold butt.
1: Mm-hmm. Because it, it was too on. much,
0: it was too much air going under there. So it was just kind of, I, I realized that probably what I need to do this next year is I need to be looking at a summer setup, specifically for summer.
1: Well, I'm with you, but I'm more concerned about the winter.
0: Like you're not gonna,
1: you're not gonna die in the summer from being too hot while you're sleeping. It's just gonna be uncomfortable.
0: You'll die of dehydration. You're
1: not gonna, <laughs> not die. I'll tell I'm kidding, you I'm kidding. We're arguing sleeping bags and top quilts. Yeah. And in the summertime it's a lot of times I'll just take a, a flat sheet. Mm-hmm. Like a full size flat sheet from the house. Cotton.
0: I got a synthetic blanket that's rated at like fifty degrees. Yeah. I, I take that with me sometimes. That'll do it. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna
1: tell you another thing that wait. Let's go back for just a second. I do have something okay. I want to point out on the sleeping When, bag. when does it
0: become cold weather? Yes, L- that's me, what I want to Let address. me answer that question. When, no, not when does
1: it become cold weather. What is a What makes fourth season?
0: I think once you get under 20 degrees. I think once it starts getting into the teens. Uh-huh. Because a lot of people use 20-degree quilts like three season. Uh-huh. Like uh, a lot of your, your – uh, through hikers and stuff will use 20-degree quilts. Start the
1: AT in February, 20-degree quilt.
0: And they'll use it the whole way through.
1: Die in the Smokies.
0: Yep. Freezing cold. Freezing cold, but they do it. Yep. I would say once you get under 20, mm-hmm. that's when you really need to be like, okay, I need to. And that's if, it, if it's comfort rated, too. Like, that's yeah, that's depending. something you got to talk about with that, too. But I would say once you get under 20 degrees, you really start looking at, like, like a 10-degree, 5-degree, 0-degree quilts.
1: Well like, It's decided, then. Yours is the official metric that I'm going to use from here on out. If it's going to be under 20 degrees, I need to break out my four-season gear, which I don't know what that is.
0: Well, for someone like you, that's probably good because you get cold easy. Yes. You get cold. Real, You lost a lot of your insulation.
1: So let me point out the thing that um, I wanted to on the sleeping bag. Okay. So my sleeping bag, um, I have multiple that have a zipper kind of in the chest area. And if I ever um, need to keep batteries or – you know anything you want to get, not get cold, you can put it in that pocket, and then it's like poof, it's gone. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to throw it in the the foot box. Mm-hmm. Where's that on on the top quilt?
0: Yeah, say say this whole thing again. Now you're you're talking about what putting something in the pocket up here? In my sleeping bag, there's a a zipper that's like five
1: inches yeah. long, and I can put batteries or a filter or anything. So there,
0: there are quilts that are starting to do that stuff too. Name one. UGQ is actually working on one with a pocket in the side where it's right beside your legs. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm not sure that's the best spot for
1: it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, they're actually putting it in the underquilt.
1: They need to put it in the foot box in the underquilt to get it out of the way. Why well, would you put it next to your legs?
0: Uh, it's It's off to the side. I know, but what if you roll on your side? Then it won't be on the side of your leg it'll be on the front of your legs. Oh
1: yeah, you're using the top quilt so it's got yeah. the bunchy straps so you yeah. can get around in there. Yeah. Is that so. not cold? Do you not get a draft whenever you roll over in there? Not on a hammock. No, not in the hammock, but on a pad.
0: Yeah, it just depends on if if you've got the right width. That's the biggest thing a lot of people mess up on is they don't get a wide enough quilt for like in a in a tent.
1: So does the do you tuck the quilt under the pad or do you tuck it under your body if you're tent camping? Or do you know?
0: It depends on the person. Some people like. Some people will tell you they like it better tucked under their body. Some people say they like it better tucked under the pad. Everybody does it different.
1: And don't some people stick their pad inside? Yeah,
0: if it fits. Yeah, if they'll sit it inside the foot box.
1: I don't think that that work on mine. Maybe not, because I think that the foot box is too narrow. And I always get the long, wide pads.
0: Yeah. Every time. Yeah. No, I think I think it's just different for everybody. I think everybody's got a way they do it. It's this is one of those things where. I think I think the biggest benefit for quilts is more from a hiking perspective maybe than from a sleeping perspective. Because yeah, it's of, one of those because of the weight loss like and it can be a significant amount of weight less how how's weight of less weight yes. than than a sleeping bag and so if you're someone who's doing a lot of long distance hiking those ounces matter you know what is that they say an ounce in the morning's a pound in the afternoon you know being able to to take weight out of your pack that makes the quilt a very valuable piece of gear for somebody who's doing long-distance hiking. Yeah. If you're doing one or two miles into the woods, it just comes down to preference, you know? Yeah. If I'm doing one or two miles in, I'm taking the kitchen
1: sink, baby. No, and especially Everything. in the winter
0: time, You're always going to have heavier gear in the wintertime. Yeah. You and know? Everything's heavier. Yeah, I had some guy comment. I did a, a winter backpacking, like my winter setup, and somebody talked about how heavy all that gear was, and I'm thinking, it's winter. Of course it's heavy. It's, you know... But I have a zero-degree top quilt and a zero-degree under quilt, and both of them are under two pounds.
1: Man, my 15-degree Nemo is like three pounds. I know I have the long wide. Yeah. Everything's heavier. I have the long wide. So I think it weighs like almost four pounds.
0: Well, you think about it. A, a, a really well-insulated sleeping pad is going to weigh close to two pounds. Pad? Yeah.
1: Oh, I was talking about the bag. No,
0: I'm, but what I'm saying is like – because. With hammocks use under quilts and top quilts. Yes. So you know the bag's gonna weigh more than a quilt. Yes. But yeah. the sleeping pad and the underquilt are gonna weigh about the same.
1: Yeah, yeah. So
0: so it's kind of a wash there. And so I when you talk about setups, everybody gets hung up on what about the underquilt? Well it's like, what about the sleeping pad? Yeah. They're same the same thing. thing. They're mm-hmm. they're your insulation for underneath you. Um and everybody gets hung up on that on that under quilt thing. Like when I would talk about my shelter. I didn't talk about my underquilt because that's not part of my shelter. That's part of my sleep system. Uh-huh. It's a whole different ball game. but people always argue what about the underquilt? What about the underquilt? And it's like, <laughs> what about the sleeping pad? You know, it's like, you, it's just funny the things people argue about. So the, the hammock uh,
1: system, you call it like your suspension and your hammock and your tarp your shelter system? That's the shelter system. And then your sleep system is your underquilt, underquilt and top, top quilt, quilt and pillow. potentially pillow. pillow if
0: you bring one. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, versus the tent, the tent body. And is the shelter yeah
0: rain fly poles yep
1: you know stakes. yeah every oh yeah i didn't even think about the stakes.
0: yeah and then and then your sleep system is your sleeping bag or quilt and your sleeping pad and your pillow if you bring one sure so it, it's the same thing but everybody gets hung up on that under quilt i just it's it's just funny how many people get upset about that and like actually get upset about it it's really i did a, a video <laughs> like a year ago about the difference between tents and hammocks and everybody kept arguing about the under quilt i'm like that's not a sleep system. Or that's, the, not, that's not a shelter system. That's a sleep system. What's
1: the argument on the underquilt? Give me – and for the record, I don't think that there's that many people. I just think that they just calm me. They're in. just loud ones. Yeah.
0: They're just loud ones. No, just I was talking about that I can sleep in a tent or in a shelter system for a hammock uh-huh. that rivals the lightest tent. Yes. Like right now, my my hammock, my sleep system – or uh-huh. not my sleep system, my shelter system Weighs just under two pounds for my hammock, my tarp, suspension, and everything. Are you still tying the knots? Yeah. Even these knots, man. Dude, but it, tastes, it saves weight. I know, but it's, for, I'm, it's great that you it. And it's, it's just a hitch. It. It's just a simple hitch. It's not even a hard knot. It's like it's like a dummy knot. It's like any moron can do this knot. I know. I, I know just, because I do it. So, like, I'm a moron, and I can do the knot. So, that tells I, you. I think that I'm going to change on my
1: hammock setup. I'm I'm gonna keep the uh, I I have straps mm-hmm. and you have like my straps have beetle buckles so it's like a cinch like a seat belt yeah you know, like the old fashioned riding in the middle of the car seat belt where you can just pull on one end of it and it tightens up right that's how my straps work yeah but yours if you want to change how high one end of your hammock is you have to undo the knot which is very easy
0: very easy. And re it. Yeah, but it takes like seconds. I know, but... But here's the thing. It's less convenient. It doesn't slip. Ever. Mine never
1: slips. It's never slipped before. Yet.
0: I've read now, way too many stories of, of those eventually over time. They start to... The, the fabric and everything. And now yours, yours did shred your fabric that, one time. That did shred and Dutch took care of me. It, it took, took care of me. Got you. out the Dutchware. But I am going to say, like, that's the danger with using the buckles and things is that they are known after a while, cinch buckles will slip. Yeah, but and I, I know a lot of people have had that have, have sore butts because they fell in the middle of the night because their cinch buckle yeah. slipped. Yeah,
1: but there's just there is just as much opportunity for yours to fray over time as mine. But it doesn't slip. There's a huge
0: difference between fraying and slipping.
1: Well, when I when I say fray, I mean what I mean is something is going to happen that leads to failure. It doesn't really matter what. What term you use to describe that? Mine has the same opportunity that yours has to fail. I think it has
0: a higher probability on the cinch buckles by far than it does doing a knot. I
1: don't think so.
0: Oh, I do, hundred (laughs) percent.
1: Well, we'll agree disagree.
0: But my whole we're arguing about something completely opposite Uh, of what we were talking about before, so
1: (laughs) that's okay. We'll get back to it. We argue about everything, so it's all good. So I'm thinking on my hammock system. I like everything convenient, and so. Here's what happened. You should ask Hunter's trip about this. I will, man. We're we're supposed to have him on. Because he's the first person to
0: introduce me to the
1: the knots. I know. And when I saw his, I was like, no. (laughs) I'm not doing it. It's not convenient enough for me. It's easy. I'm not saying it's not easy. There's many things that are easy that are inconvenient. I don't think it's inconvenient. It is. It's much more inconvenient. In my opinion, it is more convenient to simply hook the hammock loops on. And pull, versus put. I don't know how you put the loop through. I assume yeah. that you put a loop through and then tie it. Yeah, on those
0: it. those four seconds, man. That, that's that's rough. Those four seconds add up yeah, to to eight because <laughs> you have to do one on each side. <laughs> yes, you have to do one on each side. But
1: then, oh, you get in it. You know what? I think I want to raise this thing a little bit higher. Unless you know what you're doing. Okay. Okay, if we're getting they, crazy. If they, if now. Got to do it? There, has, has there <laughs> has it. I know hyperbole. I know. Yeah, it's all good. There's never been a time where I set my hammock up and did zero adjustments from the time I set it up to the time where I was ready to lay down it. Never, not one time ever, have I set up the hammock, and then I'm like, yep, everything's great. Don't need to move the foot in. Don't need to move the head in. Don't need to adjust where the straps are on the tree. Nothing. I don't think it's ever happened to you either. Actually it has.
0: Oh, you're lying to me. I'm really not kidding. You're lying. I'm to not me. I'm not kidding. I'm not saying it happens every time. I'm not saying it's every time. But there have been several times when I've set it up and I get in, I'm like, All right then. And I'm done. No way. Yeah. I did it uh gosh, the last time I was up uh that really cool campsite up opposite Oxier Ridge out of the gorge. I, I was out there the last about. time I was there. I yeah. set it up and was I got in and went, Huh. I'm done. And I just laid like, out like I'm good,
1: let's well, go. I'm not a perfectionist. Uh so it doesn't have to be perfect, but that's never happened for me. That's okay though. <laughs> I'll get there one day. That's You'll okay get there, there one day, kid. Yeah, I'll pray for you. <laughs> so that's my, that's what we do here. My point <laughs> My point is is that it's less convenient to do the knots. Yeah. Because I can't just pull and and, and it's cinched up already. Yeah. But what I was going to say is on my tarp I have been using these um, these two core pieces of cordage that have a hook and this piece of hardware by Autumn Ultralight. Yeah. And I've been using it for a while, and I like it. And then I attach the uh, the stakes and my cordage and a, a micro GLT. I,
0: I love those.
1: Okay, so I'm thinking about changing it, changing the tarp setup to um, – just leave the cordage on there and do line locks. And that way I can just tie it around the tree and just pull it and stuff.
0: I, I had line locks at one point And I found, because I, I ended up sleeping a lot in the rain, uh-huh. that eventually they were just slipping all the time on me. And I couldn't get them to stay after a while. So that's why I moved to the GLTs.
1: Yeah, but I went with you one time, and I think that your cordage was off on the size.
0: It might have been. It might have been, but it was what I was given by the company. So,
1: see. With the, the line, so my line locks that I've ordered I got from Ripstop by the roll. Nice. And I think if I remember correctly, it tells you on the website what size, like what brand of cordage, uh, whether you're supposed to get Zingit or some other non-coated, yeah. and what how many millimeters thick and all that. And it is, I find it wild that the company. Would send the wrong size, but they could just get it wrong.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it happens. I mean, we're human, you know, yeah. it's not like anybody's perfect, except yeah. when I hang a hammock.
1: <laughs> what, that one time? That one time. That one time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so but I, think, I will say, like, for people who are wondering what GLTs are, they're these little titanium hooks. And I mean, when I say little, I mean, they're not even a half an inch long. No, you don't and, want them to fall off that, yeah, uh, that they're, line. Probably, they're probably about a centimeter. Yeah, you'll never find them if you drop them. In yeah, the woods. it's they are they're tiny, but they're connect, If you get the right ones, they're they're connected to the line. They're not coming off. Yeah, you're not. going to um, But they're just really lightweight, but they hold strong. Like if you're using the right kind of line, oh, they yeah. lock in a place. They're not moving. I've never had one slip ever. One time you had one to slip, but it was because of like 25 mile an hour winds. And you, yeah. you know when you when you're when you're hammock camping, whether we like to admit it or not, we're sleeping under an umbrella. Yeah, and you get a big enough gust of wind, it's picking that thing up out of the ground, yeah. and it's it can be nasty. You've you've had an entire hammock full of water because yeah. of that. So because the tarp failed in yeah. the wind. Yeah, that's yeah. just and that can happen with tents too if you don't have the right tent. So oh yeah, uh, but but I definitely had not put my tarp low enough that night, and so, so it just it uh it pulled and pulled and pulled and finally because there was so much water, uh-huh. it did pull the line that lock loose i did get it back on it was fine but it did pull it loose because it was so wet that it slipped out because of all the pressure so the stake stayed in the ground stake stayed in the ground actually
1: yeah you know the one thing i don't like about the line locks is that um well there's a couple of things one you have to you almost you kind of do in between you stake i the, here's the way i do it hook the line lock on pull some tension on it stake it down then go back over to the line lock and pull full tension because I have some shock cord. On
0: that's the key is the shock cord. The
1: shock cord gives it a little bit of give, you know.
0: Yeah, but it, it still holds it firm enough that you don't have any problems with it. Yeah, yeah that's and then
1: I, I loop it around and you know yeah. use the micro GLT like it's supposed yeah. to be used.
0: Yeah, if you if you're a ham- if you've never done hammock camping before, uh, having some shot cord on on the ends of your hammock or on the ends of your tarp, I mean, uh, really do help with like wind and stuff because it has just enough give that it doesn't pull everything out of the ground, mm-hmm. but it does hold strong enough that your your tarp's not going anywhere. So,
1: Well, let me tell you why I'm wanting to change my tarp. Okay. So, Mr. Backpacking with Jason, sir, he he got me into hammock camping, even though he screwed me that one time by making me sleep in a 10-footer.
0: And I was there when that happened. And yep. It was fun to watch.
1: That was not fun to endure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> At 6'3". I've got it on video, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've got it on video.
1: So, anyway... His setup—I don't know how he does this—but it seems like he brings way more stuff to me, but his backpack's always lighter. It doesn't make any sense,
0: you know. Well, okay, let, let's just let's just—if you're hammock camping with him, he's got the same tarp I have. Yeah. It weighs seven ounces. That's true. So that's a huge part of that—is like your tarp probably weighs almost a pound more than his tarp.
1: No, I don't
0: think so. The big blue tarp. No, I've been using the... Uh, oh, that's right, you've been using the... So you, you're probably looking I've been at... using the war bonnet the time. You're thunderfly. probably looking about 9 or 10 ounces more.
1: Yeah, half a pound, maybe. A
0: little over a half a pound, probably.
1: So, yeah, and last time we went, I took the Osprey, which that alone is going to add. Oh, yeah. He was using the Hyperlite, which I don't know how much that thing weighs,
0: but it can't be as much as It's the, like 30 ounces, I think.
1: Yeah, and mine is like 3 4 pounds, Yeah, maybe. it's like at least 4 pounds. But I took everything in there, and su- that sucker was well, comfortable.
0: Well, let's just shoot straight about those osprey packs, man, the suspension. The suspension just it makes it not ride like it's as heavy as it is. Yeah,
1: but it is he- it is still heavy. Like, when you're climbing a hill, oh, yeah. it's comfortable, but you're working for it.
0: Your legs feel it. Your back may not feel it as much, but your legs will feel it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, anyway, the reason why I'm wanting to change it is because his – I was like, let me show you this, dude. And he was like, yeah, that's, that's a cool hammock. I mean, uh tarp suspension setup. But one of the issues is there's a lot of things that you can forget. So, like, I've forgotten stakes before. And if your stakes are attached to the line that's attached to the micro GLT, all of a sudden you don't, you're not able to stake your tarp down unless you brought some extra cordage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a big deal if you forget the stakes because you can just cut sticks and use those as stakes. But you need the other things. Another thing is, like, the... Uh, if you don't take a ridge line and you're using what I'm using, which are kinda of like tie outs, mm-hmm. well, if you forget those, you either have to make a ridge line or go tarpless or make your own tie outs because there's just so many components that you can forget. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is it would simplify things and save me some time if I change that tarp suspension setup. And was able to just tie the loop around the tree, which is ironic because I'm giving you grief over on your hammock system tying the knot. I use alien
0: loops. That's what I use on mine. I have alien loops. So the alien loops though are on the ridge line. On the ridge line, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he yeah, his, he, he ties his directly to the tree. Yeah. And so, then he pulls it tight. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually looking for a suspension. I'm looking for a ridge line like that too, and it actually weighs less.
1: It's not a ridge line though.
0: It kind of it's it's a it's a divided ridgeline is what they call it like because it's oh, okay. it's on either side yeah. but like honestly man I've thought about getting one of those I thought I bought one I ordered one off an Etsy
1: uh-huh.
0: page and I got it and it was another continuous ridgeline Oh uh, I was like I didn't want that and what? but at that I, but I bought it from somebody who he makes really good gear I'm not gonna say who it is because it was a misleading. Uh, ad but uh <laughs> she sent that back but i i kept it because i like the guy and we've he's sold me stuff before and it's always been good so i just took it as well i donated money to his cause so yeah
1: i would uh i would consider doing the line locks cuz you just attach them on the end and then you can it stays on there but that has an issue too whenever you pack it up all of a sudden you have all this cord you have a Four cords for all the, the tie-out spots well, and the trees, two cords where the ridge line is.
0: I would be okay with just having either alien loops or uh, what are the ones by Dutch? It's like not the, alien the, loops. It's
1: Loop. It's loop. Alien, alien, loop, loop alien. Loop alien. Loop oh, okay. alien.
0: Loop alien. Sorry. Uh, I could use loop alien or I could use, like what are they, crickets or something like that from from Dutch that he has? A wasp. Wasp. That's it. Wasp. Yeah. Man, I'm really nailing it on the names today. <laughs> that's, but but uh, it's only on one uh, end, I think. But what I would do is I would put that on an end. Uh, tie around the tree and just tie onto that. The wasp? Yeah, you could tighten that just the same way you could if you use a line lock, and you wouldn't have to worry about it slipping.
1: Well, I don't think you have to worry about it slipping.
0: I would be, I'm would. i always afraid of line locks slipping in rain. Like when wind <laughs> hits, I'm always afraid. Because I had it happen too many times to well, me. Well,
1: let me give you some peace of mind. Give me so, peace of mind. Calm my spirit. I will.
0: I'll calm it. Here's what you
1: can do if you're afraid that line lock is slipping or if it legitimately does slip. Yes. For that day, tie your knot right right next to where it's going into the line lock. So the way it works is you got a line lock, right? Mm-hmm. And the cordage has to go through it and then back through it in a different location. Right. And then one end you pull and it tightens. And then you can pick up on And the lock and line
0: drops down into the line and, and holds it in place. That's, exactly. That's the plan.
1: So where you pull it to tighten it, just tie you, you know, use your dummy knot, your hitch. Yeah. Just tie it on there so the line can't go back through. It won't. It, it can't slip the other way because it's tied
0: to the tree. Yeah, it's going to be impossible for it to slip. Yeah, but if I'm using an alien loop or something like that instead,
1: alien loop. You with these alien loop aliens, loop whatever, aliens. whatever they call
0: it, alien loops, loop aliens. You know, <laughs> it's all the same words. It's just out of order. Um, <laughs> but uh, but no, if I if if I had a loop alien, uh-huh. okay. If I if I have one of those, I mean that's the same thing. I could I could just come around the tree, tie yes. it tight, pull it. I mean, I can put those things super tight, man. They all work. Yeah. They all work. And I would feel, for me, the peace of mind would be in knowing it's not a line lock that can slip. And I don't have to tie an extra knot to do it.
1: Yeah, but there is a drawback to the loop See, aliens, too.
0: And if you use what you're talking about, you have to tie a knot and then use the it's other end. so
1: fast. I hear it's you. so
0: fast. But even faster if you're only using the loop, the alien loop. No, it, loop takes, alien.
1: it takes way longer to do the loop alien, even if you're good at it. It takes no time to do that. I guarantee you, if we had a race, and and all I had to do was Let's do for tie- charity.
0: <laughs> okay. You got a good one? This is the race. This is the race. This is what this has come to. Forget sleeping bags. Forget quilts. It's, it's loop <laughs> aliens versus line locks. Okay. So,
1: <laughs> it's crazy what this episode's turned into, isn't it? Isn't it we crazy? knew we were going to argue about something. I didn't know it was going to come to this. <laughs> yeah. So... It's so funny we made this whole list of things that that we are pro and conning and deciding and with. we didn't hit three of them now we, we hit one it was at the top of the list and now we're on that. Well, oh, we
0: knew I won that one so we just moved on. No that's all it was. That was a push. Oh, was that a push? That was a- <laughs> I don't like pushes it was a push. That's like kissing your sister. It's uh- <laughs> like nobody likes a tie man. Nobody likes a tie. So
1: I guarantee you if we had a race, and the race was, I'm going to set up a hammock. and let's, let's only do the ridgeline part, okay? No stakes or anything. Let's okay. take that off the table. I'm going to set up a hammock. You're going to set up a hammock. Mm-hmm. And you have to do a loop alien on each side to secure your ends. And mine is an attached line lock. So, and let, a knot that you have to tie. Let, let's make sure that we're clear here on the I'm talking the whole setup. The, the okay. setup is... I have a line lock attached to the end of my tarp, right? And it has a, a piece of cordage that's already gone through it and everything. One end I had to tie to the tree, right? The other end I had to pull to make it tighten up. So I had to do that on each tree.
0: Yeah, and all I have to do is a loop, a loop, alien. That's no, it.
1: That's not all you have to do.
0: But that's that's what I'm saying. I could set it up so that's all I have to do. Yeah, but
1: mine is the same thing. No, because you have, have to tie a knot, tie the knot- and
0: line lock. I know, but the loop alien
1: takes longer. I, u- I like loop aliens, okay? I, I don't. I, I have them. I can't agree with you right now. On a continuous ridge line, I use loop aliens. Is this how
0: our friendship ends? <laughs> I also <laughs> I also like the wasp setup. Yeah, I haven't used the wasp, but I like, I've like i seen them used, and I think they're nice. Yes, I have multiple continuous
1: ridge lines. I've yeah. tried both of those, and I know there's a bunch more out there that you can try. There's also
0: a really cool toggle it- setup that you can use.
1: I think it's a Prusik knot, or is it Prusik? Press?
0: I've got a Prusik knot on mine. So that's what my
1: Continuous Ridge line it's that mine has too. the wasp on it has. It has two of those. Okay, yes, so mine's, got, big...
0: mine's got the loop aliens and the Prusiks, so it's the same setup. And I'm actually not a big fan of the Prusik
1: knot where you have to – so it's a Prusik knot, but the other end you have to, like, pull it apart. I'd much rather have the – I don't uh, have to pull
0: anything. I've got I've – got, um... A very small carabiner yes. on each side, and all I do that, is I just lock it in and pull.
1: High five to that man. Yeah, that works so much better than having to take
0: it apart. And stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't ever take it apart. I it takes too long. My, I did one time, and I couldn't figure it out after I did it. And I was, <laughs> I was back. It happened in May. It happened in May because because Miyagi was there. I go, Miyagi, I've been there. I jacked this prusik knot up, uh-huh. man. Do you know how to fix this? And he looks at me, and goes, I guess we'll figure it out. <laughs> and so the two of us sat there and played with it. He fixed it, and, and we got it going. But, well. It's one end is, is –
1: I hope we're saying that right. I know they're probably it's a saying prusik. It. It's a Prusik knot. Okay. Yeah. I always get it wrong. So there was one side of it that is Prusik knot, but the other side – so the Prusik knot, you put it over and feed it through itself multiple yeah. times. And then you can slide it, tighten it up, yeah. and whatever. So people can Google it if they don't know what we're talking about. And then the other side, you, like, have to un- undo it a little bit and pull it through. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. That's what now, I hate. Uh,
0: did you know – I didn't tell you this. Is it Prusik knot? It's Prusik. Okay. P-R-U-S-something. Right. Um, but uh, I actually have a setup with my knot that if I wanted to, I could do a Prusik knot and adjust it just like you adjust yours.
1: How do I adjust mine?
0: Where you can just slide it using a Prusik knot. Oh, yeah, but I don't. I don't either. I, just, I decided not to do it because I, I could do it with the knot and I'm fine. Yeah, that's how you're supposed to adjust it on the Prusik knots, right? Is like you pull. I'm talking hammock. on my hammock itself. Remember when you were talking about me doing the knot and you doing oh. the buckles? I've actually got this stuff. If I wanted to, I could use a Prusik knot instead. But I realized, well, shoot, why even use that? Because I can just do the knot and be perfect the first time. Plus, <laughs> once. That one time. <laughs> that one time. <laughs> but I did it. Yeah, I'm with you, dude, because that just gives you another component that can fail. Anything anything that I can do to make it easier. I don't even use hardware on my suspension.
1: Which suspension?
0: I, for, my, for my hammock. It's all soft shackles. Like everything is like is uh ham steel. It it's so light and it's so easy.
1: Uh and the tension strength on it is insane.
0: Insane, yeah. So it's it's great. I it's use great. that you wimpy fabric for the uh for the straps. It and it feels like a ribbon, right? Yeah. Yeah, it feels like now, a it's ribbon. It's not like his. Oh, his okay. is, he's using Dyneema fabric. Yeah, his because like... he weighs fourteen pounds. Oh, and so <laughs> so yeah. he will if I use that I would probably tear it. It's crazy, man. He, he,
1: so I have one of his hammocks over here yeah. that I, I borrowed, and I still haven't given it back to him. You don't need to. He's got so and, many. No, I'll give it back to him. Okay, you should. So he he let me use that, and he is so light. And I was like, man, this guy is just as tall as I am, maybe an inch shorter, weighs like 165 pounds.
0: And for a workout, he'll just go hike 20 miles. Yeah, it's crazy. That's his workout. It's crazy. Yeah, I hiked with him in uh, at Grayson Highlands last year. Yeah, and he was telling me, "So yeah, when I go do a day hike, it's usually about twenty to twenty-five miles,
1: never out of breath. No, You've done the eighteen now. That dude, that dude, yeah, most of it, most, most of it, it. Three
0: yeah. yeah. But he, uh, he's a strong hiker, man. Yeah, really strong hiker. Like we're doing these hills, like we were doing basically an eight-mile hill uh-huh. uh, the day that we were out there, and uh, one of the days we were out there, I should say, and he just hiked up like it was nothing. Him and Miyagi, the two of those guys, they're beasts. They're unbelievable hikers, man." Strong okay. hikers.
1: Let, let's wrap this up by making the competition clear. Now, yours, here's the problem with the loop aliens. Just like the wasp, everything has drawbacks, and I like them. Yeah. They have to be on the correct side of the tree. So, depending on how far apart your trees are, you have to adjust where that piece of equipment is on the line. Mm-hmm. Yes, that doesn't happen with the line locks ever. Okay. Okay, so that is one thing that slows you down, or at least that slowed me down. Another thing is with the loop aliens, you you have to put it through a certain way and pull it and tighten it and then hook it on it. So there is a technique to it. And I'm not saying you can't get that technique down really, really quick. Yeah. I'm just saying that I think that you could have good technique phenomenal, and I could have phenomenal technique. And I could have good technique on tying my knot. Mm-hmm and I think that I'm going to be faster. You still have to go through the same motions that I do. Now I just have one motion.
0: No, you have I, two motions I, because you have to pull it back. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. When I do mine, mine are, my, my loop aliens are always loose when I first get my stuff out. I know. So it's just I all I do is I put the fabric around, tie it up, pull. Done. Hallelujah. Finished. Let's see. Ah. Let's see. Once I put this new... S- I, don't, I can't believe I just did this on in a video. <laughs>
1: yeah. once once I get the
0: tarp set up, yeah. next
1: time we go, I'll bring my hammock. Okay.
0: Okay. But I don't have the setup to do what I want to do. Like I I'm saying, like I'm saying what I want what I want to do, my ideal setup yes. is where my line is tied directly to the ends of the tarp, not a continuous ridge line. But I got th- tied directly yes. and I've just got an alien loop on each side and Why all I have to do, do is that? tighten it that way. Because I haven't taken the time to do it. Because here's the thing, Jeremiah. I'm a lazy son of a gun, and I just—I've already got something. And I thought I was buying that. Remember, I told you I thought I was buying that. Yeah, but you have the equipment. All you gotta do is cut it. Listen, man.
1: Cut that's that, scary. Cut that continuously. What you're gonna lose? Twenty bucks. How much are those? Twenty-five
0: bucks. Dude, what kind of money Nothing. are you money. making on your on your YouTube channel, man? Bucks? Twenty bucks is money, bro. Twenty bucks is a lunch. I got mouths to feed. Now, well, that is true. I got mouths to feed, bro. 20 bucks is like seven loaves of bread. I got mouths to feed. You got mouths to feed? I got two dogs running around here. Yeah, their I food's f- a lot cheaper than like food I feed my three and four year old. 50 bucks a month <laughs> feeds both <Jeez>. of them. <laughs> See, so, right there it is, man. You, you just make you make the big money.
1: 50 bucks a month to you, feed the
0: dogs. Speaking of that, before we finish this whole thing off cuz we got about a couple minutes left here. Yeah. Merch? Are we getting closer? Oh, here we go. Cuz remember, we said by February you would have merch. Yeah. So well, are we getting closer? It's almost January.
1: Yeah, well, people listen to this, it probably is January. It's true. So are we getting closer? We're getting closer, and somebody... Let me see. Let me see who sent me this message on Instagram. They apparently a reputable company, not like, not to call out do they sell on? Do they sell on Amazon only? Not to call out Teespring. <laughs> no, they don't sell on... I think Amazon's reputable. So they... Uh, Oh, I'm on the Backpacking Podcast Instagram. I need to be on the Jeremiah Stringer Hikes. They said check out the uh, Bunker Branding Company Okay. for the merch. So I'm going to check out that company.
0: You know, I got a company that I'm I'm going to be talking to next week.
1: Are they a merch company? Yeah, for me. Is it Teespring? Did no. they change their name to Spring? They
0: changed their name to Spring. Teespring messed mine up bad. Like yeah. just one day all of a sudden I didn't have a store.
1: That's why they're rebranding. I guess. Spring.
0: But I'm not using them anymore.
1: Oh. Maybe it's better now.
0: Yeah. I haven't used them in months because they messed mine up. Like people would click on the link that I gave them and it didn't work anymore.
1: Oh yeah. And that's that's no
0: good. Like no, your you store gotta... name your store name shouldn't change. Well, you can change your store name, but you can't change your inter, like your internet but the link, But the link to the store should always be the same.
1: Yeah, you can't kill those links. And so, make, that, so yeah, they're so, losing money, and you're losing money. Yeah, so I, I won't sense. use them anymore. Okay, so who's this? Oh, you don't want to say? I don't company? want to
0: say yet because I need to talk to them and find out what they're about. Uh, okay. But if it's good, I'll let you know.
1: Yeah, if it's good, let me know, and we'll see if we can get some Chair of My Stringer Hikes. And maybe some BP. TBP? Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like toilet paper.
0: It is. That's weird that we came up with a name. Yeah, the TBP.
1: Yeah, kind of a dumb name. As much as we talk about pooping,
0: toilet paper makes sense for our podcast. That's true. Maybe we should do branded toilet paper as part of our podcast. Man,
1: we almost got through an hour without talking about poop. I know. I just did that for the people that are going
0: to be... I know somebody's going to be listening and want to hear it. So with that said, thank (laughs) you for tuning in to the Backpacking Podcast. Big thank you again to our sponsor, Outdoor Beards. Jeremiah, sir? That was a fun argument, man. I'm glad I beat you. What? And until the next time, we'll catch you on the next one. Adios, folks.